All right. Okay. What'd you say? I said, are you feeling okay? Feeling wonderful. How are you feeling? I'm great. I'm concerned because you're sitting on a couch. This is actually a stack of mats that I'm sitting oh, on. Phew. Phew. Uh, I went back and I, uh, last night, I, nine o'clock at night, I got on the uh, old assault bike and uh, at 1.5 time watched some of our old, uh, our old podcast a year ago. God, what an inspiration you are. Oh, kill- wow. Yeah, you are killing it, dude. You're I'm killing absolute- it? I think you're killing it. The, the, you're, you're 28 months into your practice, a practice that you developed on your own. Yeah. So the, well, the, the walking on my hands every single day, that practice uh, today is, it's like 870. Um, all so fours I, practice is what you call it, right? All fours still. Yeah. So, well, sort um, that's how it kind of started was with specifically with bear crawl. But since the practice has evolved, to more calisthenics, breakdancing, including stuff from my jujitsu practice, some of the stuff that doesn't include being on all fours. Now it's just being on my hands. So I, at some point throughout the day, I'm going to spend, I'm going to try to accumulate a certain amount of time on my hands. Um, and that's been true since the very beginning. It's just the thing that's also remained true up through day 870. The, the account the you have a, a XP movement account and then you have the uh, annual Nathaniel account. And those are the two on Instagram. And then I had, for, I don't do TikTok, but I'd forgotten how popular you are on TikTok. I'm, I'm guessing you crossed over a million. Uh, yeah, we got over a million on TikTok. Um, I wanted to have XP movement actually be my handle on Instagram as well. But right after the first video went viral, somebody snagged that name up. And I made a commitment to myself that I'm not going to like pay anybody for that name. So they, they get that, but, uh, <laughs> it's got zero followers and, and zero posts. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, the, someone snagged my Instagram account too. I had the real, oh, really? I had, yeah, the, uh, it was what's, uh, the seven podcast was taken right away as soon as I started. And so we had to switch to the real seven podcast. It's, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. That feels like my intellectual property. Right. Or or just like, hey, it's a dickhead move. You're not even using it. Yeah, you jerk. Yeah. Do you know who it is? No, no. It's just some faceless internet person. Uh, And you'd be willing to do uh, five three-minute rounds of jiu-jitsu against them to get it back? I would do that with a lot of people. I think that's actually the where my career is heading is towards the, uh, the influencer fight game. Tell me, tell me, serious. So are you telling me, let's go, let's go back just a little bit uh, more. So you have 870 days of a practice you've developed. Do you know who John Hackleman is? No. Um, He was Chuck Liddell's coach and he was um, uh, Glover Teixeira's coach. You know who those two guys are, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, John Hackleman's based out of uh, San Luis Obispo, California, and uh, he's been on the show and he, uh, he trained in um, in Hawaii with a guy, a guy who had developed his own martial arts, and he was also a collector for this guy. So basically, uh, you know, a uh, loan shark guy. You know what I mean? He was a thug for this guy, mm. and he also took martial arts from this guy. Anyway, when and this guy had developed his own martial arts, and Hackleman became a tenth degree black belt in this self developed martial art. Then he came to San Luis Obispo, California, and developed his another martial arts that he then mastered, and he became and his students gave him a tenth degree black belt in that. How he got Chuck Liddell as his first fighter is another dojo said, hey, your shit stinks. 
Uh, and so he goes, okay, I'll come over to your dojo and we'll settle it. And the guy goes, fine. So he goes over there to that dojo in San Luis Obispo, California. And the guy says, hey, my back's hurt. The sensei says that, but you can fight one of my students. And guess who the student was? Chuck Liddell. So he beats That's up Chuck Liddell and Chuck Liddell follows him out into the parking lot and goes, hey, I want to train with you. And he ends up turning Chuck Liddell into a world champion. And then now uh, he's also Glover Teixeira's coach, which is crazy, right? Glover Teixeira, what he's done is one of the most remarkable things ever. Yeah. Um, go ahead. <clears throat> No, no. I mean, okay. that's, that's, that's so, awesome. So when I, I hear all that and I'm like, Hey, this is what, uh, this is what Nathaniel's doing. It, it, it's not a martial art, but it is a form of training that you have completely and wholeheartedly stepped out onto your own and started and started, uh, doing you're developing a practice. I mean, do you know anyone else who's doing what you're doing? Uh, so yes and no. Okay. Um, I think so. Yes, in the fact that like all the movements that I do are things that are within like totally within the normal realm of the fitness community and, and what people use bear crawls, handstands, push ups like people do these things all the time. I think what I'm doing that I, that that I guess is a little bit unique is just the perspective of how I see organizing these things and how to approach when and where they happen. So that way, uh, most of it is integrated into my daily lifestyle and, and not into like set aside sessions that, that make up most of my training. Um, and, and that's actually what <clears throat> kind of the main point of my walking on my hands thing was, was I want, I'm trying to accumulate more time doing this kind of normal thing, right? Like you would set aside time to do bear crawl at like a, a gym, uh, a lot of people would. I, I'm just doing that. I'm just doing it in a way where I'm going to be able to accumulate all of that time all at once. Um, or And then, well, actually now throughout the day, I usually will be able to kind of break that up and accumulate it. But um, the the really the thing that's just different is just the way that I approach integrating my my training into into my day. I'm taking something that basically like my walking on my hands thing that's that's just one aspect of my training i'm going to make that an entire practice but i do that with multiple things too i don't know if you saw but i did a hanging series not that long ago too <clears throat> are you still doing the hanging series is that still by still doing it are you hanging every day still every single day yeah day what is it day two do 225 of hanging today i want to go back can you give me some examples of integrating, let's say you need to go to the um, uh, store three blocks from your house and pick up a carton of milk. Will you go there on your, will you bear crawl there? No. No. Okay. No. So not integrated like that. No. So it's actually, it's, it's not, it's the point of it. And this is a concept <clears throat> I've spoken about before, but it's, um, I call it free XP or free training. It's basically um, the concept is I'm going to take, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to acknowledge all of my goals, everything that I want to be able to do or the things I'd like to be able to fit in and work on. And I'm going to then uh, I'm going to audit my, my entire day. Right. And then I'm just going to look for places to swap out things that I'm already doing with things that are more aligned with my goal. So walking to the store on all fours, like, or in a bear crawl, like that's, that's going way out of my way. Right. But if I, let's say I'm transitioning from uh, standing to the floor and then I do that by, by, putting my hands on the floor and then lifting my legs up and doing like a little handstand. That's what I would call free training. I didn't really set aside any additional time to make that transition, but I just fit it in. And then those accumulate very quickly throughout the day. If you're just constantly looking for them. 
Um, I, I guess if I was like going to go from like the couch to the fridge, I could do that. But it's just at this point, really easy to find um, kind of normal ways to, to integrate it that I don't need to really go out of my way. Uh, for example, like I, being on my hands doesn't necessarily mean being in a bear crawl or even in a handstand. I like to, to grade things down to like the absolute lightest version of them. Uh, so it might just be like in the morning while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm leaning on the wall at a steep angle with one hand. So that mm. way I'm accumulating mm. a, an extra two minutes on that hand before I even start my day. And then I can do the same thing with the other hand while I'm having a conversation, waiting for my uh, kettle to heat up in the morning. And and just little things like that, you'd be surprised. But if you set aside, let's say an hour to go to the gym and a portion of that was, I'm going to spend some time on my hands now because I want to accumulate some time there so to get better at the either the skill or uh to build tolerance there uh the, the time that you're setting aside at the gym it's it pales in comparison to what i can set aside in in small one to two minute increments um where i'm just replacing an activity that i would already be doing so again i'm not setting aside any additional time well would you ever um the only th the thing that i think of right away is um uh, two miles from my house is a Toyota dealership. And every, every time I, you know, Hey, your, my checkup light goes on, I get excited because I know I'm going to drive there and I'm going to walk home and it's going to give me two hours to listen to an audio book. Right. Yeah. So I can be like, Oh, that's sweet. I'm going to get just two hours of uninterrupted listening. Right. Is there anything that you do? Like, would you, you would never watch TV unless you were, let's say you were watching something that you were interested in. Let's say you were watching some jujitsu matches. Yeah. For people who don't know, you're a brown belt belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been practicing? Uh, probably about 11 years now. Okay, so you're 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 a real competent brown belt. Arguably. Okay, uh, you are. Yeah, I, I watched a bunch of footage. I mean, as competent as someone as I could say is competent. Um, would you ever watch um, TV or be watching any computer stuff while you're also not practicing? Like, would you make sure that you're up on a bar like a parrot if you were watching TV? Uh, so I do I do a lot of that um, be because it's just it's so easy. Right. Sitting is I think sitting is one of the great untapped pools for 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 developing strength, flexibility, because we do it so often. And it's such a passive thing. Hell, yeah, you're doing it right now. <laughs> But even even beyond that, and, and here's how here's how I like to think about it. This is actually my my perspective that I'm trying to, like, kind of push on people um, just so that way it's easier for people to understand is that when you're sitting, you're already training, right? Like we're already training right now. The way that we're sitting is just training us to build tolerance to these ranges of motion, to these positions, right? So when you if you sit at a desk in a comfortable chair for eight hours a day, your body will literally start to adapt to that setting, to that chair, to those positions, right? Your hamstrings will shorten and uh, your hip flexors will get tighter. But you, those adaptations will happen because your body is trying to get better at that. It's trying to do you a favor. So whenever I, whenever I'm sitting down, I'm trying to think about like, all right, my body's literally right now. I'm spending t like a copious amount of time, an hour, two hours, way longer than most people would go and spend at the gym sitting and doing this activity. Maybe I'm watching yeah, some jujitsu or something. Uh, like what do I want my body to be adapting into in that time? So again, it goes back to, I'm, I'm trying to, it's more of a perspective thing. A lot of people don't realize that, that the actions that you're doing throughout the day are informing your physicality, what you're, what you're capable of, uh, m more than anything else. 
And, and if you're not, if you just acknowledge that, if you just acknowledge, Hey, like what I'm doing throughout the day is, um, is effect is impacting what I can and can't do, then like it becomes really easy to, to start to, like I said, swap things out and, and to, to see like the game that you're actually playing. That's how I like to think about it. It's like, we're all playing this game. We're constantly training. Your body is constantly adapting to the actions throughout your day. Like just open your eyes and see that that is the reality of it. And then, and then you can make some, some changes very easily. My, my whole goal now is to, now that I'm in my thirties and I'm a dad and everything is to just be as capable as possible while doing as little as possible. I always like try to joke with people that like, I really don't train, even though I'm constantly training because I put such, so much less effort than I did in like my twenties. Uh, how old's your kid? 13 months. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you live with your kid? Oh yeah. Yeah. We good job. Wow. Wow. You're doing it. Boy or girl? Girl. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That, Thank you. Are, are you absolutely loving it? I, I've been loving it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really been the very best part of my life so far. Um, and it's funny because before, before, uh, meeting her mom, I, I didn't really want to have kids in the sense that like, I, I kind of was like, I'm not going to contribute to overpopulation, blah, blah, blah. I had all of these like reasons. And then I met her and it all just like made sense all of a sudden. And, and since then it's just been, it's been the best part of my life. So going into like everything that I, all my priorities and my goals prior to her being born and everything is completely shifted and completely changed. And again, that's like part of it is like, I'm trying to do as little training, right. Let's little as setting aside as little time for my, for my, uh, my, my physical goals. So I can set aside more time for, for, you know, my family and for her. Um, uh, in, and when you're with her, do you see her, do you do that with her? Are you looking for ways to all already train, um, her like uh, i remember when my kid for, I'll, I'll give you a couple examples i thought crawling was the holy grail of fitness mm-hmm. even even before i met you i thought crawling was like why as soon as you stand up you're done crawling why would you ever encourage anyone to to walk so whenever my kids crawl and they were crawling proficiently and fast i'd be like dude beast and i would never give them those toys that they that encourage them to stand or walk or any of that but also when they would war to stand up and walk I would, I would cheer them on. You know what I mean? Oh, great. Just talk to them like they were just one of the dudes. Do you see see yourself start integrating um, what you know? Well, I've always just known that kids are inherently better movers than adults Mm -hmm. because we, because they don't have all of the same restrictions. And, um, the, the, I, I don't really need to like train her or coach her in any way. She, Hey, she's like, she's a little like freak of nature phenom. Like she was walking at nine months and by the time, yeah, by the time she was 10 months, 10 or 11 months, we had to like take all of her packing plays down because she would literally do a pull up and pull herself out of them. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, she just sprints everywhere now. Um, and has been for a few months, but, um, I, I mean, you don't have to teach her anything. If the, the thing I want the most is to just show her. So I think Part of it is maybe just like seeing me doing handstands, crawling Mm -hmm. around, jumping up on things, Um, just just seeing different options. She is such a little parrot, so she'll like anything we say or do, she's going to copy. So I don't really need to like 
coax her, she is constantly trying to replicate what we're doing. So I think just like giving her a little bit of an example, some space, and it's obviously like seems to be working. Um, it's funny. I didn't even think about this until just now. I since my kids before they were born, I've always had wooden um, gymnastics rings hanging in the room. And so every day since my kids have been born and now they're uh, seven and nine, they've done some sort of hanging every single day of their life. They hang and their cores are so crazy strong, right? Because as soon as you hang, you know, your feet kick in front of your frontal plane. And yeah. so my kids have always been hanging. I highly recommend hanging rings in a room somewhere. Just some rogue wooden rings. I just mounted them to the ceiling. I didn't. I hired a handyman. Yeah. And uh, and, and he did the man shit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that's great. I think it just, and that's actually something that it's some, it's something that is more accessible as a kid because you're so light that you can kind of get away with hanging on things and climbing on things and suspending from things. But as an adult, like there, most people don't have access to something they can hang on in their own home. Right. I think just having that around, and then, and then again, they like, need to well, put it in. They need to stop being pussies and put it in. Like, hey, it's your living room. I know other people don't have rings hanging in their living room, but do it. Just do it. Feet, Not you. Yeah. I'm just saying rhetorically. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you, if you, you know, find somewhere to hang, I'm yeah. talking directly to the audience now, but yeah, uh, that, that's, that's really good advice. You should, you should have some place to hang. Is your hobby, um, turned into a profession? Has your, let me rephrase that. Has your passion turned into a profession? Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely the goal I think is for me just being able to do what I want and train the way that I want for that to be like my entire profession right now i'm still coaching um but yeah i mean i'd love to just like just do just the influencer thing in fact any any businesses any uh products brands out there that are looking for somebody um to promote their stuff uh but, but the thing is is that i'm just uh such a stickler with like i i can't i can't fake uh i'm not a good actor in any way and i can't really kind of fake enjoying something or using something that I, I'm not behind. So um, I, I need like basically to just constantly be reaching out to brands that are things that I use. So so if you are a brand and you, you see something in the background of my videos or you want to put something back there, send it to me and then we can talk. But <clears throat> that's basically all I'm trying to do right now. Uh, I'm trying to get away from from having to do too much one on one coaching. That's that's still what I'm doing. Uh, Kevin, uh, I got a tumble track bar and mats that you have in your garage. Awesome. Yep. My, my kids use those every day too. My four-year-old daughter came up to me yesterday. So proud of the calluses on her hands. Yeah. Highly recommend all, all. Oh yeah. So, so this is, those are the rings hanging in, uh, now I live in a different house, but we still have rings. That's uh, I think that's Avi at 10 months old. And, and as you know, as a parent, that's really hard to watch. I'm terrified right now, but that's, yeah, yeah that's my oldest son at 10 months. That's how he. That was every day. And hey, and you think right there, right? It's scary because if he falls back, he's going to bang his head. His head can't reach. But I think he actually falls here, and you'll see how quickly he's, he rotates, or maybe he doesn't. And I would dangle those rings just out of reach often. Also, by the way, if you do – oh, let's go. If you do have rings in your house, that was a huge mistake right there, having rings that your kid can put his head through. Because your kid will stick his head through and he'll hang himself and die. You have wow. to, the rings always have to be above his head. And ideally now we have small rings that they can't put their head in. So uh, really important. And TumbleTrack also sells uh, small plastic rings. And, and you can use them too, obviously. Yeah, I probably could. Um, 
Yeah, and then we we've got a setup in here. We've got uh, we've got some adjustable bars and and TRX and and all of that. So um, honestly, like I wish that I could switch over and start. This I've kind of taken like um, or slowed down the pace for my content creation and just been doing just like just the things that I really really want to. Mostly because before right, I was doing my my daily posts. Like here's what I'm doing. I'm hanging every day. I'm I'm crawling every day. It, now, now so much of my day includes my daughter. It's like, I have, I feel like I have to exclude that because I'm still not sure how I feel about like having her on the internet. And I think that it would be something that people would want to see. And it would be a good way for uh, me to kind of share, share what's going on actually in my life, other than just like the small snippets of a, a session um, at the beginning or the end of the day. But uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? You're bringing back so many memories. Um, so here's another thing I did. I never uh, picked my kid up um, once they had a, a strong grip. I can't remember how it was, but so every and, and you have to be. This isn't for everyone, but this is for people like me and you who who are present. I, I wouldn't and, and understand grip and all that stuff. Every time I would pick my kids up, I would put my two fingers out. They would grab their fingers. I would mm -hmm. lift them a little bit off the ground. I would bring them close to me. They, and then we would switch positions every time for two reasons. It always made me present. It slowed me down. He got stronger. I got stronger. It did what you said. We were multi, we were multitasking, right? We, I had to pick them up to take them. the only time I would ever pick them up and grab them. If, if it was like a, an emergency and I can't even think of an example, you know what I mean? But like, if he fell in, the, if we were crossing the street and he fell, and there were cars coming, but even then, like I, um, I, I realized that anytime my kid fell, if I went over and picked him up, I stole a burpee from him. <laughs> I stole a yeah. fucking burpee from him. I That's got stronger and he, and he lost an opportunity, but all of those things. And I showed all of that shit on the internet. And a lot of my friends, I got a lot of, uh, flack from my friends. Uh, my close friends said I was a sharenter. Like I just had to share everything my kids were doing. Hey, Caleb, will you go to the three, maybe three playing brothers, YouTube station or Instagram and just scroll back. But, um, I, uh, maybe even scroll back, like way back. Yeah. So they have, they, they have an Instagram account. Oh, so look at that pull up bar right there. So that bar, uh, and the, and the, or yeah, those gymnastics bars. Yeah. My kids spend so much time. I got that from tumble track. They sponsored it by the way. I'm sure they would sponsor you too. They're a great company. And my kids get on that thing every single day, even today uh, at seven and nine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. This stuff. So yeah, we do tons of this, right? Oh yeah. This is a great practice. Just keep moving that thing a little further and further away. And, uh, I don't know how old they are here, three or four, but I got three of them too, which kind of helps. Cause they all, they, kind of are competing and, and mimicking each other yeah that's the thing is that they're just going to copy what they see and then they're going to build on it a little bit kids are so good at taking literally like a mundane task and making it a game and and that just keeps you constantly progressing it's it's like it must be like a survival trait i mean that or developmental trait that you know we have for our own good is to just keep trying things until we figure out what works. I feel like at a certain point, movement wise, we just completely stop doing that. In fact, we start taking cues from people. People start, you know, if, like, I guess more metaphorically picking us up, you know, saying you have to sit in this chair for eight hours to do your job or whatever. Like, it, and then, or you have to, you know, have to walk in a straight line whenever you're, you're going down the street. 
how, however, I feel like there's these very defined ways that we're, we're told or at least shown to move. And, and look, kids don't follow any of those rules. If you've taken a kid to a store, you know, it's like complete right. chaos. Right. I want to be that chaos. I feel like right. then I can have that mobility and strength. Look at that. I know, I don't know very many adults that can do this. Yeah. So if you just have that stuff around, kids will just start doing that stuff. They just know to do that. You don't have to be like, hey, do the skin, the cat. This is how you do it. You just be like, hey, hang there. And then eventually your kid does that shit. Exactly. And this is also another distinction I like to make is like the kids don't even see doing reps like this as training. Like this is right. just right. like this is currently their job is to just entertain mm -hmm. themselves. And and they are gaining skills that, I, again, it would take like as a coach, just seeing people earnestly come in and try week after week to, to try to unlock a skill like that. And then to see some kid being like, that seems like a really hilarious thing to go do until I have my juice box that there's, it's like something that feels like there's kind of a missing link there. Like what, why at the age of 30, is it so challenging, so difficult to do that? And it's, I don't think it's anything to do with like that we've deteriorated physically it's just that we have literally like a we've completely limited all of our options and b we've we've adapted into something that is far from that and and like i said just changing some little little perspective things about how you approach your day you could you can go back to being like a kid and and i think the biggest barrier for a lot of people is just like not having permission to do it or thinking they look a little bit silly yeah for sure people are afraid um we had a uh, uh professional athlete on here the court uh the backup quarterback for the chicago bears young man just made the team and he was saying yeah th that was interesting he brought that up i had forgotten about that now that i'm old uh, people people are embarrassed people are embarrassed yeah. sometimes to try things or work hard and you know he what said, I, I, he said you can't you got to get over that shit you got to fucking like go until there's snot coming out of your nose i think it's funny because i think i look around gyms <clears throat> And if you were to like just take any any of that stuff out of context, it's like it's super weird. It's right. super right. super weird, super goofy, super cringy. Right. See to see somebody grunting and 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 screaming, and it's like within the context of understanding that that person just lifted the maybe the heaviest thing they've ever lifted. That's right. badass, right? Like right. you're seeing right. it from their the perspective of their movie, but outside, especially if you don't even understand. The, the training process you're like what the fuck is this weirdo doing like this is super strange i that's how i see everything or i guess that's how it like I, I i it's easy for me to see that as being just as silly as taking a stroll down the street in a bear crawl like or or whatever like it, how about the, when the gardeners come to my house and i'm in the garage working out and there's a dude walking around with a gas-powered blower that I know is heavy, working out his forearms. There's another guy pushing a mower. There's another guy uh, raking, doing basically some sort of like a mock sled pool. And I'm in my garage like a fucking jackass, accomplishing yeah, exactly. nothing. <laughs> and they're out there. And I'm like, I pay these guys to do what I'm doing in here. Like yeah. I sometimes I trip on that. That's the only time I feel like a fool. I'm like, God, I'm kind of weird. Yeah, I think people take sometimes take fitness a little too seriously because they think of it this as this separate thing that they've got to like ugh, psych themselves up for, or, or is some sort of like, it's something that's going to, to transform them. And, 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 and it can physically can and mentally can transform you, but it's like, 
people have been gaining strength and skill and ability, like not doing that for a long time. So it's not, it's not like that is the norm. Like before physical training, people still had strength and ability, right? In fact, we, we simulated in the gym because we just don't encounter that in our daily lives. So I, I don't see how like doing what we did before, like just having, uh, just an integrated, like, lifestyle like a training integrated lifestyle where you don't have to set aside a bunch of time to go to a gym and to to do kind of out of context exercises to look like you can do things in a specific context like for example i mean um sorry give me one second my computer is unplugged we're back but uh you were going to give an example yeah, like I mean, like like seriously, like we go to the gym, we we do this to to build our bodies to look a specific way to or maybe even to try to function a certain way, right? But but for what task? Like what is the what is the true task that you're doing? If you were to actually go do that task, you would build you would build more strength and proficiency and your body would look more like what that task would demand. So that's generally like how I try to approach my training. I get I get comments about like how I look a lot of the times and how I look is is exactly what I feel like I should look like because it's, it's exactly what my body looks like from being, you able have a to fighter's, fi- you have a fighter's physique, like a, a warrior's physique, you know, like I call a, it a dad bod. It's my oh, dad bod. I think you look like a fight. You look like a fighter. You look like a professional fighter. You look like a, a, a little more muscular than you're, than a, than a professional fighter. I think I look more muscular than a professional fighter. I, I, like when I think of like a, like a, like boxers, I guess. I think are you still around 150 160? Yeah. Yeah, that's just and and I was tripping on how in your 57. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just you're and look how thin you are. You're just a fucking muscle. You suck to roll with? Can you beat everyone at your gym? Uh I mean, yeah, I I, I try to think of myself as a as a fun role. That's how I okay. like think about it. But yeah, no, yeah. I I try I literally do try to make it suck for everybody at all times. Um I, I I try to make them uncomfortable as a as a way to make them grow. So you can you see wear there. headgear. You wear headgear. I I got a hematoma on my left ear from like mm. I think it was from a knee from an accidental knee strike, and uh, I didn't want to. I really trying to maintain my look since I'm going the influencer route. So I'm trying to avoid that turning into cauliflower ear for right now. I, I've been in the game for 11 years and I've avoided cauliflower ear pretty effectively. So I'm trying to keep that going. Nathaniel, when you say influencer, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I mean, just now I've got a platform like we're sitting here having a conversation because of that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I think, well, if you were some ding dong, well, if you, if you weren't, if you had, didn't have a serious practice, you have, you have a serious practice that was presented to the world via media platforms. And I saw it and I was like, oh, this is fucking great. I want to talk to this guy. I think people will like um hearing from him yeah but it was sure. still the hard work you put in not just it's all the hard work you put in for sure uh i mean in, in, in dedication commitment I, I think that that's something i think that that's the the draw right that's the that's what brings people to my channel is to see me doing something that they wouldn't do themselves um which is the reason i watch p- other people's videos is like i wouldn't do that so it's good to be able to see it here but uh but i mean honestly like if I were to try to pay a marketing company for the amount of reach that I have right now, like I would, it would, I mean, I wouldn't be able to afford it. Right. And, 
and so this feels like like this is my job like people okay people are interested in watching what i do that's that's really what i want to do with life and so i want i want to be able to train the way that i train to to continue to basically study study through practice and then and then pass on my insights be able to pass on you know like seriously like i i i'm trying to embrace the 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 cringiest thing possible but yeah i'm trying to basically just be able to be me in front of people in a tolerable way and then that being my I guess I just hear that word influencer and I just think of um, it being uh, I'm taking um, it back. Taking okay. It back. <laughs> you are taking it. You're taking the word back. Right. Yeah. It's you, okay. So it's not, it's not going to be like a uh, uh, Kim. Car like you are influencing people in a truly positive way. Like last right. night when I was watching your stuff, I got off the assault bike and I, and I started doing practicing uh, movements on my hands and I started practicing like compassion when I was got tired. Like you would say, Hey, don't get crazy. Don't hurt yourself. Just feel it. And, and, and you, you were definitely influencing me. But when I hear the word influencer, for some reason I get triggered. I'm like, fuck that. I, I I'm not buying lipstick from this motherfucker. I, you, you might buy my lipstick. Don't <laughs> All right. <laughs> never say yeah. never. Influencer, but, a person that influences another. I don't know. We all are influencers. I don't know. I, I'm I'm being petty, but but I but okay. I well, let it go. okay. I, I I'm I'm kind of trolling, but th okay. That's kind of that's kind of what I like to do, anyways. Like I okay. I I kind of kind of like to troll people and just and and mess with people and and so I like to challenge what what people think about things and and why and yeah. It just like just like how how I approach training, right? It it really rubs people the wrong way. Some people can rub people, some people the wrong way. They're like, "Why don't you just go uh, press a bench? Like, just go do that." And uh -oh. like, and I'm like, "Why? Why would I do that?" Here, no, I'm I'm in fact, I'm not going to do that. And and I did it before, and I won't do it now because that's you demanded of me. And so, yeah, if, if, if being an influencer is cringy, then, you know, like that's, that's probably the, the actual word I want to use because I want, uh, I want to kind of challenge people's perception I like of, it. of, of, yeah, of, of what that is, because it's honestly, it's, it's everything you're doing is challenging people. So why, yeah. I, okay. I get it. It's, and, well, and, and it's what, it's what people are doing anyway. So like, why pretend to be something else? If you're, if like, it's what we're doing right now, we're in front of people, and I don't know if I'm actually trying to influence people. I'm really just trying to, I, maybe, I guess, I guess in a way, yes, I am trying to influence people in some way or another. I want people to see what I'm doing and then be able to make an informed decision based off of it. We're able to see what I'm doing. That's what I, that's the reason I get on the internet. I want to see somebody else have got in the water first to see how cold it is. And then I can decide if I want to get in. I want to do that for other people, but in with things that I truly believe in and, and things that I've actually been working on for years and, 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 you know, not just random shit. I, de I definitely feel, I, I definitely see that we're responsible and we should take a responsibility for everything we do. So if you're out in public and you light up a cigarette, you should be responsible and let every, let everyone know you're letting everyone know that smoking's okay. There's people around you who've tried to quit because we're just all mirroring each other out there. So basically what you do or when I see uh, someone put chewing tobacco in and I used to chew tobacco, I think, well, that triggers me. Like it makes me want to put one in. I'm not like mad at them for it, but it makes me want to put one in. Right. You think people so, have any awareness that that they're of, doing that of their influence? Uh, some people do. Uh, some people uh, some people do. Um, 
like the whole tattoo writ thing and septum rings and all that shit. I, I that's all just um it, uh, insanity mirroring insanity to me. It's just people running away from something and uh, and and then and then and then other people seeing that that's what they did and then them mirroring that. I don't think that that's a phenomenon that would be as big. As, I don't think people crave that deep in their soul to put a, a a nose ring in or get a huge tattoo on their back. I think that they're they're being heavily influenced by other people. I mean, yeah, but I mean, whereas I on the other end of the spectrum, craving their soul to do jujitsu either. I saw some other people doing. It, I thought it was cool. And right. then I tried it and, and I liked it. So I, I think that I think that we're all kind of copying people at all times. I, right. I was the other day, I heard somebody else. Like, but I think that's a positive influence. I think that's a positive influence. I think that positive is just relative. It, I agree. I agree. You know, I, jiu -jitsu I agree. Jujitsu can definitely be a negative influence. Jujitsu is terrible for you. Uh, a, I mean, everything I do in my training is to allow me to do jujitsu. So the, the, the big, the best influence jujitsu has on my life is that it is so destructive that it forces me to have good habits in other aspects of my life. You mean on your joints and on your body, the beat down you take? Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. Like you have another human being and, and they're out there trying their hardest, not only to keep me from doing what I'm doing, but they're trying to literally strangle me or break my arm or leg or something like that and with jujitsu what's makes this makes it a fun game is that you can go really close to the actual break and you can go all the way through the actual strangle before you have to stop playing the game under unlike other martial arts in their games like their sparring that that where they you have to kind of like stop way closer to or way further from the line it, it, so yeah you take you take a lot of i wouldn't say damage you can it really depends on like your maturity, like it, at, as you're rolling, just learning how to not push yourself and not how to, not, how to not like, um, let people get to a point where, where they're going to break you. Like if, if, if somebody were to get me into a fully locked out arm bar at this point, I'm just going to let them have it. I'm just going to be like tap and let that ego go because, uh, it's just a game, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I wouldn't say doing jujitsu is good for me. <laughs> It's good for my mental health in a way that it gives me something, um, something to like kind of focus on and build towards. That's, um, that's really no pressure at all. <clears throat> how long but have you been doing jujitsu? You said like eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah. And how often do you practice? I try to. I try to practice. I try to be on the mats at least twice a week. I try to do two to four times a week. So I do. Do you usually teach also? Uh, not, not really, not too often. So I basically spend all of my time just, you know, working on my business coaching and stuff. And then jujitsu doesn't really pay the bills. So if I'm like coaching, coaching a jujitsu class, it's like, uh, as a favor to somebody, but, um, but yeah, not too much. And then I just teach my kid too. What city are you in? Uh, Indian or uh, well, I'm in Carmel. So oh, that's right. that's right. That's right. That's right. In what state? Indiana. Okay. Okay. Carmel. Yeah. So now like, yeah, that's my area. So if I have like haters or <clears throat> anybody that just like wants to come, you know, challenge me, that's, that's my address. I do get a lot of people online that are like, sure that they could kill me. Um, well, well, how, I don't even understand how you would even incite that your, your Instagram account has got like a whole Zen feel to it. The way you talk. That pisses people off. They hate that. Really? I mean, you're part you're part monk. The, the 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 stuff that you're doing, like this sort of, um, 
it's it's got this whole build the sand mandala feel to it. All your stuff, even the way you talk, don't you think? I hadn't thought of that, but I do like to hear it. Um, yeah, you're just like perching and like you're swinging like from one arm. I mean, like today I did this for 15 seconds in 12 different sets, trying to accumulate three minutes. That's spot on. That's I'm very spot compassionate on. towards myself if I have to put my foot down and I try not to obsess on doing it perfectly. It's just putting in the time and working hard and focusing. Go get your XP. And you don't want to kick that guy's ass? Fuck no. I'm fucking like, next video, show me into more of his shit. Every time I watch your stuff, I wanted, like, if I was a coach, I would watch your stuff and I would make it part of my class's warm up. Um, uh, I would integrate all the stuff you're saying. Um, into my classes. So I'd be like, okay, guys, while I'm talking to you to, to if I was at a CrossFit gym, while I'm talking to you to, uh, talking today, we're going to be doing 15 second hangs, 30 second rest while I talk to you and prep you guys for the workout. I don't want to hear anyone talk, get up there and hang, let's go. And then I would, you know, talk to the class for five minutes while they prepped on their hangs or they, you know what I mean? I would, I would even show them your videos. Hey guys, this is what we're going to do today. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I think that just giving people time to, to work and then a little, a little bit of demonstration can be frustrating for some people though. Some people really hate that. <clears throat> hey, is there, is there a, uh, um, is there a product that you use every single day? There's probably a lot of products I use every single day. Uh, you thought about that... developing your own product? What's that? You thought, have you thought about developing your own product? Like you I'm, coming out, with, I'm is... coming out with the tooth powder. Tooth tooth powder what's yeah, that tooth it's um uh, fluoride's a neurotoxin oh okay so oh, for it's for your teeth yeah so basically it's a it's a it's, it's a mixture of clay uh crushed eggshells um baking soda and a little bit of salt it's nice. going to be called uh, uh i don't know i don't know i don't have a name for it yet look there it is there's there's the the prototype the first batch is being made and uh but but I, I use toothpaste every day and I can, and, and, uh, and I, and I can't stand putting poison in my body unless it starts with a T te tequila. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but I was thinking you need a product. Yeah. I, I have product ideas all the time. I literally, I have constantly have product ideas. It's just that the, can the, I hear one? You want to share one? Share one. Let me just off the top of my head. Uh, nighttime toothpaste. There you go. And actually, that's a free one for you. Wait a second. You just stole my idea, Nathaniel. I'm night. a toothpaste guy. What's a nighttime toothpaste? So toothpaste is menti, right? Mint uh -huh. like wakes you up. Yeah. You should have toothpaste flavors for going to sleep. Oh, oh, oh. Nighttime toothpaste. Okay. All right. <laughs> that one's off the dome because you were talking toothpaste on me. All right. All right. That's for that's for free for you. Or, All right. Thank you. The next one I will invoice you for. <laughs> okay one idea per show lavender toothpaste no no I, i'm not doing any flavored toothpastes say that now um, what are you eating these days what's 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 the diet to maintain the uh the the cat physique the agile cat physique yeah so a lot of people ask that um it's mostly just raw ginger whole no i'm kidding i i do try to eat some whole i don't think you though. eat very much at all i'm guessing you eat very little you don't like eat much. No. I eat. Um, I I try to I to to make it sound very intentional. I call it intuitive eating. So that, but that is a real thing. But uh, um, basically, I just eat when I'm hungry, and then I kind of stop eating when I'm not hungry. Uh, and I'm and I'm kind of a I'm a very 
neurotic introspective person. Like I'm just constantly in my own head. And when I am, it's hard for me to even think about food. So I will accidentally fast. And I've done this my whole life. I'll just accidentally fast for like, like a whole day. And, uh, and then I'll have like a meal at the end of the day. And I don't do it again for any health reasons. It's just kind of how my body operates. And I just try not to force myself to eat too much. That's always been kind of why my weight's around the same. I don't, so I will, I will force myself to eat if it's like been too long. I'm like, oh, I'm getting sick, but like, uh, but I don't like stuff myself. And then also I don't have like really any restrictions on my diet either, except for like, just don't eat purely candy and ice cream. And I'm also lactose intolerant, which is kind of a nice like built-in restriction. But, but, but when you're in the checkout line at Safeway, you don't buy a, um, a packet of, uh, peanut butter M&Ms, uh, uh peanut uh, M&Ms. You don't, I do don't. That. I, I, I don't stop myself if I want mm. those. Wow. I, I will eat. I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll eat, I'll let myself eat whatever I want. Um, because I'm, I'm always kind of, like I said, like I, the way that I eat, I feel like my body just, just finds homeostasis, like a, a, my natural maintenance without me having to like count calories. Um, that's why I don't give nutrition advice because I never have had to struggle with my weight. And so I try not to, I try not to talk about it with people or give people too much advice. Like just having become a personal trainer and done, you know, some study, uh, you know, I can give people, I can give people like the standard advice of, uh, you know, counting their calories, macronutrients, what, what, you know, but I, I try not to, to, to dip into that realm too much because that's one of the things that actually has come easily to me, unfortunately. Um, that's why I try to focus more on the movement realm just because uh, it's, it's something that I've actually had to put in work to understanding. Are you more conservative since you had a kid? Politically? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've, I haven't had a chance to even think until this very moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, what, uh, when you said uh, earlier in the show, when you said something about not having kids because of overpopulation and now you have a kid and it's, it's kind of like this perfect thing. And I, I was just wondering if, if you've, uh, sw if you've swung, if you've gone from like, yeah, who cares if someone shits on the sidewalk to like, fuck man, we can't have all these people camping out on the sidewalks anymore. I got a little girl walking around here. Yeah, no, I think as, as I age and as, and after becoming a parent, I've just become, I've become much more selfish. I think before I was very live and let live, let's burn the world down. Kind of not like yeah. that. I didn't not like a manifesto way, just sort of like a very apathetic. Good, good, <laughs> good clarification, not in a manifesto way. Okay. Good clarification. But, but, but now it's kind of like now, now, I, basically now I have standards for myself and other people when it comes to like interacting around my kid and, and, and the state of, in the state of the, at least my immediate environment. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you think you'll send your kid to school or you'll homeschool? Just, we'll just send her out into the woods to figure it out. Just be like, with a, with a, a loaf of bread so she can leave breadcrumbs. Yeah, I mean, if that's what she wants, if the animals, they can follow her and teach her some lessons. Um, have you talked about that, whether you're going to homeschool? I guess it's a little early, 13 months. Yeah, no, we're, we'll probably won't. We'll probably do public school. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it makes the socialization a lot easier. They Like, I feel like... Uh, I don't I'm going to really... push back on that, and then I'm going to leave you alone, and I'm going to go oh, back to talking oh, all fours. Yeah, no, we, we can talk. Let's talk this. Let's, let's, let's hear what you have okay. to say. Okay. Um. 
That is a, uh, uh, and, and I mean this with uh, as gently as I can, that's a default answer about the socialization. And that actually, if you look at the kids who are, like if you looked at my kids who are homeschooled, and then you looked at like when they go to like the jujitsu class or they go to their tennis class or they go to the skate park and you look at which kids are, you would want more socialized better. You'll be like, oh, that's my kids. <clears throat> they trained at AOJ last week. Do you know that that's place? Awesome. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they, they trained there. Uh, that's uh, on the on the right. The kid holding his uh, chest like this. Uh, Ten hours of training there, two hours a day for five days undefeated, like 15 sparring matches a day. He's a little stud. But um, uh, the kids that went to school, you don't want that socialization, I don't think. You I do want, get that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely they're, have. They're not, like, they're not socialized in a good way. Like people will be like, oh, my God, your kids are so good. I'm like, yeah, they're not socialized. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, sh like they're they're not in a dick measuring contest with other kids. They're not mean. They're nice. They haven't learned some of the shit that's like unnecessary the way kids treat each other. No, I totally get that. I think that. I definitely wish that I would have been able to. Uh, I guess like influencers homeschool their kids. That's, that's one of the benefits of being an influencer. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. So now you're teaching me. Uh, you I, I, I'm learning. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, but yeah, no, I think one of the things if, I mean, just from seeing those videos, you know, you had multiple, you have multiple kids. Uh, our kids age ranges are so far apart that, uh, you have other kids too. Yeah. I have stepkids. Oh, how many of those do you have? I have 17 year old and an 11 year old. Oh my, wait, how old are you? I'm 32, I think, 32. Your spouse, your lady, I don't know if you're married, your lady has a child that's 17? So, yeah, she's uh, adopted. We're going to oh. tell her next year. Oh. No, I'm the, kidding. We, we oh, sure oh. knows. She knows. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought, so she, she had a kid really young or she's significantly older than you? No, she had a kid kind of young, early okay. 20s. Okay, okay. Hey, where did you meet your lady? Uh, at the gym. At, at, at jiu-jitsu? No, not at jiu-jitsu. Uh, I, I was a coach, and then she was at she, she was at the gym where I was just training. And I, I'm usually really good. I usually have like a very – I usually try to put, put out a very non-sexual vibe mm -hmm. for professionalism. Mm -hmm. Am I doing that right now? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, you haven't made me horny once. Well, I, uh, yeah, so I, I, that's kind of my, my standard. And, um, because of that, you know, I ended up, you know, just, I developed closer, more intimate relationships with people because there's not that weird tension. Um, but, but yeah, we just kind of ended up somehow ending up bumping into each other outside of the gym. So I'm not, a, I'm not a predator, but, um, but yeah, we did meet. Uh, There's people in my chat who are coaches who've who've slept with eleven different girls at their gym. Like you know what? It's it's so common, but I I still I still like to to to, to like. Judge I think it's better people. not to. Also, I think it's or at least try not to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's still like a, a smudge on my record. Oh yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a good idea in the workplace to vibe the chicks. I always just try to not vibe any chicks. Yeah, but the one time I did it, it, yeah. it worked out. So. So you're one and oh. I'm one and oh. Yeah. And then I, I like to to stop while I'm ahead. Sean Lenderman, I do wish Sevy could understand that not everywhere is like California. Here in Arkansas, we have incredible public schools and teachers, no blue haired ladies. All right. All right. Fine. Nice.
I don't, I don't know why you got to bring the blue hair into it, but okay. Uh, Jake Chapman, uh, he, this guy lives on the Isle of Man. Uh, they're socializing with adults more, no, not other kids. I think there is value in knowing your peers and understanding other kids are shitty. I, I agree. Hey, and, and my guest yesterday said that. Uh, uh, Car Saunders was on here, and she said that um, she liked it when other kids kids were mean to her kids, that it helped her adapt in other situations. All right. Um, fine. Yeah, good point. Fine, fine. Look, point, point. Yeah, yeah. Siding with the guest. I hate that. Don't ever do that. Uh, you, you, you know why it was necessary to bring blue hair into it. Okay, fine. Okay. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a cantankerous crowd. Can you see the comments? Yeah. Yeah. They're popping up. How about this one? He's quirky with dry humor. I'm quirky. That's, that's a, a quick, that's a, I think that's a good assessment of you in, in just like a handful of words, quirky with a dry humor. I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. I think you should. Sounds um, positive. What what is in any um setback uh, quirky quirky characterized by peculiar unexpected traits? Yeah, he fucking has been walking on his hands for twenty eight months. Um, any any unexpected benefits or um downside to to your practices to the hands thing? Anything like you're like, yeah, I wish I would have known that, or I'm glad I discovered this, or yeah, no. Uh, honestly, I set up the perfect parameters at the very beginning to to just make it automated and by that i mean like just stay present the entire time by automated i just mean never stop being present <laughs> but yeah so i said i set up the parameters at the very beginning like i'm going to spend x amount of time on my hands and i'm not i'm not going to do anything that causes pain and within that like there i just haven't had any negative effects at all no no negative impacts to report it's literally just been like anytime i get even close to something bad happening i just ch i just change course that's kind of my issue with with selling programs, the reason I don't have a program to sell is that you need to have the ability to adapt. And that requires presence to to be able to step away from something that's telling you to do something. You, know, you don't want to assign something and someone push through and hurt themselves. Exactly. I think of here's how I here's the metaphor here. I like to how I like to think about it is that uh, programs are like it's like a roadmap, right? Or and or GPS, right? And then training, and again, you're always training. You're training right now. We're training right now. But but like let's say specifically in your sessions, uh, it's it's like driving a car, right? Y if you were to just be holding your phone, just looking down at that, just looking down at the map the entire time, that's following the program, and you don't look up to see if that if there's a person in the road, if there's some sort of obstruction, if there's something that's not accounted for on the, then you're going to crash the car, right? So you need to be able to like a program can be nice to give you some direction, but you still need to have enough knowledge, enough presence enough uh, uh, like the right parameters in place to where you can actually drive the car yourself you can't just blindly follow a gps or a map without looking up and expect and expect that to not end in disaster that's how i think if people throwing themselves into a program and not even questioning the how or why or what and just ex and just hoping that on the other end they're going to pop out stronger like to me that feels like driving a vehicle while just looking at the map and not right. looking at the windshield. Right. And so I, what I've been trying to do recently is instead of writing maps, right, I'm trying to teach people how to navigate on their own and drive a car. And so that way, because the car, in, in this metaphor, the car is always moving, right? Even as we sit. So how can we just start to like make a little turn of the wheel to start to move that in a direction that we actually want to be in? We don't want to be 
kind of out of shape and and have very low mobility. I want to be strong and mobile. Well, how can I slightly start to turn the car in small ways to become to, to get closer to that direction? Right. That's that's my whole thing. So I don't I'm I'm trying to get away from t- from teaching people uh, exactly what to do. And uh, it's good. We're good. Good kid friendly show. Kid friendly show. I'll stop using f bombs. We're good. Okay. Um, you're fine. Uh, she she doesn't uh, understand the words yet. So, but yeah, I I try to I try I'm trying to like kind of steer away from programs in general, just because not that I don't think that they're a useful tool, but I think that it's just like how people if you constantly use your GPS, you don't know how to get anywhere. And and again if you take the analogy of just a step further, if you don't even look up from the GPS, you're literally going to crash the car. And then in, in the analogy, that would be a, a major setback, like an injury or something like that. Hey, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, when, when you think of this, these two training things, this, uh, uh, you, you know, the hanging and the, and the force practice, the all force practice and the hands practice. Um, we, how would you sum up the greatest, effect it's had on you uh the The most add value like the most add value yeah it's been the lesson that the lessons that i've learned honestly so like the the increase in my software um so i feel like like how you operate yeah how i operate the, the 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 changes in my conditioning my flexibility my strength i i know that all of those things are temporary right we'll, we will always give back all the strength flexibility mm. everything that we work for and gain we will one day give that back right that's inevitable the balance balance you know it, uh, the the ability to move right we're all on our way in that direction right so every everything we we work for is temporary just so we can hold it in this moment and then we have to keep working for it to even to even maintain it uh but the but the lessons that i've learned about how basically how to operate throughout my life how to integrate my training into my day the importance of training daily and cutting down on periods of inactivity and and really the basically opening my eyes it's like I, I really feel like I've I've opened my eyes to a different way of of viewing the world, and and it's so and it's so common sense. It's so easy. I I want to give that to people. Like I want to. That's what I. That's the that's the reason I want to be. You know, the the influencer route is. I, I honestly feel like I have a message. Maybe I should just start a cult. Like I feel like trying to be as sincere. It's hard. I should. I think. I think just go the cult route. And then get people seeing that way, and then it'll be for their own good. I can have like a, like a Lex Luthor arc or something, or something like that. But, um, but yeah, the the idea is like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people to see things the the way that I have seen started to see them since starting this practice. That's been the most powerful part of it. It's not any physical thing that I've gained from it, um, or even any like technical skills that I've gained from it. It's really just been this change in my perspective. And again, like the 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 Zen thing, I, I like hearing that because that kind of is what it feels like. It feels like kind of ascending to a different way of seeing it, but at the same time, it's really just kind of removing layers that have been put in place because mm, mm. it's just like seeing how a kid operates. It's 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 almost too simple. Like it's it's almost too much common sense for people to even to for people to even consider. Like the things, the, the, the things that I teach people, the, the message that I have, I feel like 
if if it's not common sense it's it should be like it's something that like people have been steered away from somehow like all i'm saying to people is look what you're doing throughout your day is is creating you it's creating what you're capable of all the things that you're capable of why not consider that why not change your daily activities before starting to pile more ac- actions on top of that with like an additional workout instead go through the the full list like say an hour of your day is training 23 hours of your the other 23 hours of your day are are informing who you are just as much and but, but obviously more 23 times the amount that you spent training like so an example would be how about uh, uh if you're an arm wrestler uh, or if you're a rock climber mm-hmm. uh, integrate that everything you pick up on wednesdays you only use your thumb and your index finger how about every day? And sure, okay, every day. Well, and, no, on Tuesdays you do your middle finger and your thumb. Oh, okay. On Fridays you do your ring finger. That's what you're saying, right? Be conscious. Be present. Yeah. Integrate and, and you your can, training you can into. Set, yeah, you can set little little parameters and goals like that to make it to make it really easy to 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 figure out like the the why and the how. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to improve my grip strength. And I always pick things up. So making a small adjustment, yeah, it's a perfect example. Another one that I give to people a lot is whenever they have trouble like finding a place to hang, especially because hanging is physically demanding on a lot of people. A lot of people like um, you know, you, you go to a gym, you know that if somebody shows up day one, they've never hung before, then it's gonna be really challenging for them. They might not even be able to hang their full body weight from the bar without falling. Right. So I just tell people like, like when you're, when you're standing near a door frame, just like suspend, grab your fingers like this on there and suspend. That is a scaled down version of it. If you do that all the time, the way that kids are always climbing and hanging on things, when you go to perform the action, like how your daughter was doing that skin, the cat back and forth over and over, you don't even have to think about the skill itself. You're like, this is a familiar activity, right? Cause I, I, cause it's something that I do. Even, even, uh, uh well, I have an air runner and some people can't even stay. Do you know what that is? An air runner? What is that? It's a, it's a treadmill without a motor. Oh yeah. yeah I've seen those. And, um, some people can't, they, they freak out when they stand on it. And some people can't even, a lot of people can't walk on it and they can't walk. They especially can't walk backwards on it, which is, what? A, it's that thing. Yeah. Which What's is the a trip to me. Um, just having we, good balance. Yeah, j- I, I, shit, I, I don't even know how to articulate it. Maybe it's to lean forward, but 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 it, it's not like normal walking. It's it's a little bit different because the ground's moving underneath you, right? As, as you move on that thing because of the way it's shaped, that's what causes the I don't know if the words inertia or the mechanism to start rolling forward or backward. But can your kids do it? My, yeah, so easy. My kid can run on it and do a 360 on it while he's running, which is a trip for a self-propelled. That doesn't even make sense for a self-propelled um, runner. Yeah, my kids. A, my, I make my kids walk backwards on that in the fighting position while I throw balls at them and they catch them and throw them back at me. That's hilarious. Yeah. 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 Think about that. That's tennis one of the reasons I, I, you, I hate- I'm surprised you haven't gotten into that, by the way. Uh, tennis balls into tennis balls. I've, I've used them in training. Yeah. I, I, I do all sorts of little games and things, but what I found is that when I'm training by myself, like less is usually more like I, I can, what I like to do is I like to start with like completely empty space. And then when I run, I don't add any equipment until I run into a problem that needs solved. Generally, mm. sometimes I'll see a piece of equipment. I'll be inspired. I'll be yeah. inspired by it. I'm like, I want to climb on that thing. I want to jump on it. I want to balance on it. 
my inner child, it's really not even your inner child. It's like, have you ever woke up? Have you ever? Have you ever woke up in the morning? When you wake up in the morning and you just, you're, you're compelled to stretch and move around, right? Yeah. That's called somatic stretching. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's stretching just based on like feeling, right? It's like, it's a, it's a compulsion you have. Your muscles crave that. When you move all the time, you have that same thing for movement. I want to do a handstand. I, when I wake up in the morning, mm. I crave putting my hands down on the floor. I can't wait to get some weight in them. The same way that you, if you sat in bed until like 1 PM and you woke up at like eight, right. You'd feel weird. Like you're pro- you'd probably, you'd probably feel antsy. You'd have nervous energy because you are used to getting up and walking around and operating throughout your day. I have that. <clears throat> with like all parts of my body and with skills beyond just walking. So I just, I just want to, and and it makes it so easy. Like I see some things. So in that way I'll be inspired, but I usually like to just start with just my floor, right? Just a bare space. And then I'll run into like, Oh, I really need to integrate some hanging. So then I'll, I'll integrate some, some equipment that, that uses hanging. Uh, or it's, I need to like, I need to be elevated a little bit to be able to, to get some more range of motion on this, this particular skill. I'll add something in. Um, but I usually don't like, present myself with a full room of things and then try to use them all or figure out what I'm going to use. I, I let my, my, my objective for that day inform like what I'm going to end up using. And, and then I'll go and pull from that. But I feel like less is more like not having a bunch of options up front that are all right in front of me, but instead thinking about what I need and then having them nearby that I can go grab. I have a pretty. Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. A uh, Sean Lenderman. God, you're a douche, Sean. If this guy can bench press his own body weight, I'll send everyone in the chat a nude. Bench press my own body weight. Of course he can bench press his own body weight. When's the last time you did bench? Have you done bench in the last year? Do you you fuck around with bench? No, it's been a few years for sure. I didn't bench for a few years either. And then I started benching a little bit again when I was hurt. And Mm. I, I enjoyed it. It's one of those weird activities, though. You're right. Like if you didn't, if you saw it from like far away and you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, what is that person doing? Yeah, it does seem a little bit weird. Um, you ever, you ever, what do you know what your max bench ever is? All time life? Uh, not high. It's low. It's uh two oh five, two ten, or something like that. I really just do not. Did you ever try to bench two twenty five? I, I I took as much creatine as I could. And one time I got up to one eighty two because I wanted to bench two twenty five, and I still never got it. Even though yeah. I could do one thirty five for twenty, no problem. I never got to put the two forty fives on. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think that window closed for me unless I do drugs. <laughs> no, you could totally do it. I think the what I do like about weights and I think that I did 220 though, so I did beat you by a few pounds. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're you're definitely the alpha in this. Thank you. Even though I think you could tie me you could tie me into a pretzel. Yeah, no, I just I think of it as a skill, powerlifting and 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 honestly, you could just brute force it, but I I just have never really invested much time in bench press because it's just not a skill that I'm that interested in. What about a max weighted pull-up? Do you, do you know what your max weighted pull-up is? Uh, it's also been a few years for that. and I think it was like 91 pounds or something like that. Uh, and you, but, have, you, you have pretty long arms for your size. Do you know what your, do you know what your, your spread is? My, my, yeah. So I think, um, uh, to fingertip. Uh, huh. Uh, so I'm five, seven. What is that? That's, uh, 67. 67. I think I've got a 70, on okay. the dot, 70 on the dot for wingspan. Hey, 
there was this girl i think we talked about on the last show i i remember i was probably 25 years old driving in my toyota truck and i heard the story on npr of this girl whose parents were um her parents got her an orangutan when she was little a monkey some sort of monkey and she would follow the monkey everywhere and she ended up by the time she was like 12 being like one of the best climbers in the world and her reach was like ridiculously long and her parents didn't have that and so as i'm listening to that i'm like holy shit did she go through that apt adaptation from having a monkey as a pet that's wild i wouldn't think so that, that i wouldn't like think that i wouldn't think so either but imagine if your monkey's your only friend from when you're born to when you're 15 you're gonna do some weird shit that's true that's true you probably would do some weird shit uh yeah, I don't know what to think about that, but that is that is interesting. Your kid will be your kid will be doing some weird shit, and it won't, it won't seem weird to you. Like my kids do some weird shit, but it doesn't seem weird to me. But it will seem weird to other people. Yeah, I think all kids do weird shit. It's just getting them to not do the weird shit you don't want them to do, I guess. And like, then like everything vape, else is like on the vape, table. Like vape. Yeah, I guess no vaping. Not for not for my baby. Anyways. Yeah. Do do you vape? <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. It's disgusting. No. It's bad. It yeah. Shorten, shortens your life. Vaping shortens your life? I think. I haven't, I haven't done the research on it. I just, just in, in, like you said, you eat intuitively. I intuitively, I think burning shit and inhaling the fumes is. You vape intuitively? I don't vape intuitively. <laughs> <laughs> Baby vape. Uh, Nathaniel, always great uh, to have you on. Thank you for sharing. Uh, the, my favorite part about you is the fact that you're doing something that every single human being should do and realize that we're constantly training ourselves in the moment. There's uh, We're training others around us, and so we have to be a good example, and we're always training ourselves. And I appreciate you sharing that. That's a consistent message between both shows. And I look forward to finding what you're doing in, in, in the next 12 months. Yeah, me too. We'll have to stay in touch. And I've got a a book in the works right now, basically just kind of summarizing more of a field guide of what I've learned over the last two years with all of these practices. And I'm trying to kind of, like I said, summarize it up in a way that's easy for people to adopt my perspective and see it this way to make it simpler on themselves. So um, when's it come I, out? I, I don't have um I don't have a, a, a date yet, but uh it, it will be soon. Um so people can just continue following my socials and you'll see it pop up. Hey, um I, I know I know that I don't want you to think I wasn't listening to you because I did hear you loud and clear about a training program, but I do think that you could put together a training program for walking on hands that uh, coaches could integrate and people could integrate and kid parents can integrate with their kids. That would be fantastic. I think so too. And I think, I think that the analogy of it being a roadmap th that, you know, that's, that's, that falls apart whenever you start to really integrate like more, uh, more resources, like, like one-on-one -on -one interactions where you can actually explain the concepts, task-based games, um, I, I, we didn't really get into it, but like ecological approach is, a, is kind of a big part of my, uh, my, my training style and how I develop, um, kind of my different objectives whenever it comes to like setting off on a big endeavor, like hanging for an additional minute on every day for 30 days or something like that. Um, so yeah, you can, you can definitely sort of sit in the passenger seat with somebody and, 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 and help them to figure out how to drive the car. 
so I, I definitely could could put together something. I'm not I'm not trying to demonize programs altogether. I think it's just the, the way that like like me putting like a list of exercises down is what I was more referring to. But yeah, there might be something like that. That right now, like I said, like everything is one on one coaching because that's that's how I feel comfortable getting it across. I'm not, I'm the kind of person where it's either I just want to put it out into the world and you interpret it how you will, or if we're working together, I want to make sure that you like fully grasp everything and we're going to like pump the brakes until you do. Uh, so it's hard to kind of find like a middle ground there where it's like, I am putting something out there with moving parts elements where maybe you get to interact with me on like a discord or, um, some sort of group or something like that. And, and then not have the control to keep people from like misinterpreting things or, or, so I want to make sure everything's like super duper clear, concise. And that's really what the book is meant to be. So and then that comes out, that'll sort of be not, I don't want to call it a program, but like I said, kind of a field guide of how to, uh, how to integrate this stuff, how to, how to, how coaches could use this stuff. Um, these, these concepts to be able to, to get more out of what they're doing or to give more direction to what they're doing. Awesome. All right, brother. Hey, when that book comes out, uh, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you back on. I'd love to get a copy and uh, talk to you about it. Yeah, we'll do. You'll be one of the first. Thanks, Nathaniel. All right. Talk to have you a good day, dude. Bye. You too. Nathaniel Nolan. The guy who walks on his hands. It's a great Instagram account. Has anyone had a handy standy? Hand standy. Oh, wow. All sorts of great questions. Hand a little late. Should have asked that earlier. I do think that if I was proficient at walking on my hands, I would try to pee into a urinal standing on my hands. But I would have my wife there to hold it. You know what I mean? Like, at least for the first few attempts, like, direct it. Yeah. I feel like I'd just end up peeing on my face. Yeah, that's so you can't have that. You can't let that. Yeah. That's why you have an assistant. Right. Oh, what if you had a string? So you're on your... Can you show me a picture of someone on their hands real quick? I'm trying to think. What if you had someone on their hand? I, what if you had a string tied around your penis? How do you get it tied that, around your penis? Just like just a little. Or uh, you okay. pick up. Okay, yeah. And then you have a string in your mouth that runs up your back, like I guess over your butthole or over your feet, depending on how and, and then and then it's tied to the it's tied to the your penis, and then you move your head to to raise mm. or lower your penis. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you kind of picture that? Yep. Like, like a lever system, pulley system. Yes. I just, let me see. I have a piece of uh, dental floss here. I'll... So let's say this is your um, tie around this. Uh... You could do it like this. You could just hold that position. Oh, kind of like, yeah, okay. Into a toilet, maybe. I was thinking like, if this is your, um, this is your penis, and then this is the string that's tied to it. Yeah. Right? And um, and then so and then this thing wraps up and loops back down and comes back down like and it's in your mouth, right? And so you control your penis like this. Ah, yeah, okay, so, yeah. That might be a better way than the leaning tower. Oh, this this dental floss or this good or the Sitzka pizza, <laughs> the Sitzka pizza, <laughs> the leaning tower. God, what I wasn't, I didn't even, I didn't even drink yesterday and I shared the, um, I shared the, uh, trailer. I can't even believe it. What was I thinking? So yesterday, Caleb pointed out to me that we had show 199 pulled down. 98. Thank you. 198. 
And so I went through and they actually sent me the clip that got the show pulled down. Really? Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's crazy. So first of all, what I'm going to say in here, immediately after I heard what they why they pulled it down, I Googled. So this is YouTube pulled it down for misinformation. So I went to their other search engine and I Googled is, is what I said true. And what I said is exactly true. And what I said on here, on this show, wait, here it is, here it is. And what's crazy is that means someone's going back and listening to my shows and trying to get me fucking canceled. Isn't that Sounds crazy? Right. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so I appealed it too, by the way. I'm pretty sure that um, the, the, um, the effectiveness for infection from the injection is 0%. The effectiveness for the injection is 0%, meaning if you get the injection, it has zero effect on you getting the infection. Okay, yes. And that's conclusive. So now if you Google, does the, does this, does the DVOC vaccine, does the 49er vaccines um, stop infection? You will see, no, it does not. It does not stop infection. It's the first, it's the first thing that pops up in Google, the very first thing. It does not stop, and and yet and yet someone reported that and ding and I got a ding for it yesterday. And it's like, how if I'm using their own search engine, but they're dinging me for reporting what they report? The, 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 Google should get shut down for a day. Do you see that? I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot. Of, of, of what I googled and, and what the first thing that came up. Do you see it, Caleb? But the first thing that comes up. Uh, I, I didn't type in exactly what you were t what you typed in, but okay. I typed in um uh, does COVID vaccine stop infection? And the very thing that pop the very first thing that pops up on Google is COVID nineteen jab save millions of lives during the pandemic. There's the propaganda and continue to do good job of keeping at risk individuals out of the hospital, but even updated versions. Of existing injection vaccines off, offer scant and short-lived protection against infection. That means zero. Scant. <laughs> Scientific. <laughs> Insane. So someone's going through my shows and looking for that shit. And th that was cool. At least YouTube didn't give me a strike for that. Or suspend my account. the fuck comment is this i'm so i was reading those too these are there's orange red and only the lower half of the dark green leaves of the palm trees on the right straight branchless trees in a row on the left i wonder the if we vision... have any, i wonder if we have any jewish uh users he is the man of the earth if you are jewish you did not blend I don't know if I'm allowed. Um, oh, here. Um, oh, uh, Chris, Chris Biesterfeld and uh, wow, Chris Biesterfeld and um, Judy, Judy got their level ones. Holy shit! Nicole Carroll signs the. Uh, it says Nicole Carroll, general manager, of CrossFit training and education. I thought Dave was the. What the fuck is going on? Is this what? Oh, my God. You know what? Someone. Oh, shit. I lost you. Can you see me? Yeah. 
I can't see you anymore. Something happened. Oh, um, I don't. I don't get how why it says Nicole Carroll. God, someone told me something. And then Judy Reed. There it is. Asian Judy, as we call her in the hood. Not Jody, the cabinet lady. Yeah, not Jody. Fuck that up. Whatever. I did know that I did know there's another Greg Glassman in the world. Anyway, so there's that. No surprise to you guys, I know, about uh, YouTube and Google. What douchebags. You guys, you guys in the audience were calling this guy a soy boy and making fun of his um, uh, bench press. I'm telling you, this guy's a fucking bad dude. His jiu-jitsu is fucking wicked. I'm telling you, it'll fucking mash you. Yeah, I think it's funny that people will just find anything to hate on. Not, to say, not to say he's not a soy boy, but I'm just saying. Stupid. I don't think you can you be one eighth Jew. I think if your mom's a Jew, you're a Jew. I think the way that it works. That's how they commandeer people. Does that don't mean your like grandparents were Jewish and that's how that works? I think it's just if the chick's Jewish or something. Hey, don't the Mormons just go through and like find everyone who's dead and like say a prayer for them so that they go to heaven? Don't they have like something like where the like church a is doing chain? It? Or something like they don't only do it for their people, but they're trying to save everyone. Maybe I know they've done it. I've I've seen it done at like Catholic churches too. We'll just go through and pray for people who have died recently. It doesn't matter like what they are, what their yeah, they'll do it denomination. For it used to have Don. Time. It used to have Don's signature. I wonder when it went to Nicole. No shit, it had Don's signature? That makes no sense. I'm say that seems strange. Oh, sorry. God, that, that's kind of a weird thing, right? You get an L1 certificate from the program that Greg developed, but it would have someone else. Yeah, I don't I live in Arkansas, and my kids' indoctrination camp is fine, Sevon. It's not taught by blue-haired people. It's a different kind of indoctrination camp. Oh, okay. Cool. I went to school. I turned out just fine. All right. It's cool. Cool with that. Jesus told me in my sleep last night that I should never send my kids to school. What can I do? Uh, Arkansas is beautiful. Dude, I'll tell you where it's beautiful. Fucking California is beautiful. Nebraska's looking pretty good right now, too. I'm going to walk outside now, and the, the, the whole ground in front of my podcast office is going to be littered with passion fruit. Oh, shit, I'm going to play tennis today. Shit, it rained here three days in a row. Three fucking days of rain. When it rained 
property tax I pay. Can't rain that many days in a row here. I pay way too much property tax for that shit. <laughs> Motherfucker got into someone forgot to tell God my zip code. When you, you say it's, when you say it's smudge. beautiful, what do you mean? What's much? Oh, this. is that ejaculate? No, that's rain. Oh shit! Is that new? Pretty new, yeah. <laughs> we had the same thing. It rained for three days straight, and then it just kind of piled up and leaked through the roof a little bit. But no, it's not beautiful here. It is completely gray. The grass is dead. The trees are dead. Everything is dead. No snow yet, which means it looks like just deserted. Do you have woodpeckers? Yeah, we have woodpeckers. I saw a woodpecker yesterday. In your trees? Yeah. I mean, we have lots of woodpeckers around here, but it's always kind of fun seeing them. I still like seeing them. I still get excited. Cool. I don't wear I don't wear the toe spacers daily. I was wearing them a lot, a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And my big toe started having like I don't know. I just I just needed to take a break from them. But but in in, in the toe spacers defense, oh shit! Wesley Curry got suspended. Did you see yeah. that? He's a, he's a bot. He's oh. starting to piss me off. Wow, he got tossed. Um. I don't I don't see that very often someone get kicked out. You booted him? Yeah. Wow, damn, Caleb. Are you on testosterone? Yeah, I'm feeling feisty. <laughs> uh you, I think you're only supposed to I was wearing them for hours at a time. Hours? Hours. Holy shit. I would put them on and just wear them for the entire show, two hours. Oh, that's interesting. Jedediah Nelson. That's why Caleb has that jacket to bring some color into his life because it's just so dark and, and, uh, <laughs> that's fair. Jedediah's just been shitting on my jacket. Yeah. Ever since. It's a, it's a, it's a well of great content, your jacket. It's a nice jacket. It's really warm. Wesley is a friend of mayhem. Oh, you think so, huh? I don't even know what that means. The guy that is blocked. I know, but what's it mean? He's a friend of mayhem. He's just been preaching in the chat. Oh. But it's just incomprehensible. It doesn't none of it makes sense. Did you see the did you see the link that someone sent this morning and this guy's playing a a, 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 a it's an Instagram account of a first person shooter game? Uh yeah. Did you watch that video? Yes. Did you think that did that resonate at all with you? Did you think that was like everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh wow, cool." And I'm like, "What the f- Fuck! I don't even like that. I I don't even. I watched I think it it's twice. Hilarious. Oh, you do? You want? Okay. You want I'm gonna. I'll pull it up right now. I think I, it's it's super fucking morbid, but it's great. I can't. It does it does zero for me. I'm like, wow. I'm just so out of touch with like. Have you ever played a game like this? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, I've never played a game like this. Maybe that's why I don't get it. Okay, here we go. Th- this every once in a while something like this comes across my desk, but this is completely over my head. I have no fucking idea why this is. Why this is the third time I'm gonna watch this tonight, and, and I could have gone, never seen it. Okay, here we go. Would you guys be there for me if I was going through something? No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it sucks. Wow. You're going through. I hope it sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> I hope it emotionally scars you for the rest of your life. <laughs> I hope you reach out to me so I can ignore you. Five <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't wait to go to your funeral knowing that I could have changed that outcome. <laughs> <laughs> How is that funny? What am I missing? Someone explain that to me. Like somebody's suicidal, and then they reach out to you, and then you ignore them, and then you say, "I'll be, that, I'll be at your funeral." Yeah, and then you're like, "I, I can't wait to be at your funeral," then knowing that I could have changed that you were suicidal. <laughs> I could have answered the. Do phone. I have to know, understand the like the kind of the scene around this game to get no. this joke? No, that's just a. Oh, it's lad banter. Just shitting on each other. I, I get, yeah. I, I, I do I do lad banter. <laughs> I just I'm I just one of the I'm one of the lads. I just don't think that's very good lad banter. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Uh lately in the past probably three or four years, like suicide jokes and like shit like that has been going up. A lot of people making suicide jokes. Kind of fucked up. It, look that up in Google Trends. Google, do you know how to do Google Trends? No, we'll figure it out. Let's see, uh, Google Trends. Um, uh, 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 suicide humor. Suicide. Oh yeah. Really? It's it's way up. In the past month, it's like skyrocketed. I think that's what I'm looking at. Let me see. Wow. Wow. Suicide humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I don't know what it is. How the <laughs> fuck are you on the pulse like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's. I think it started as like a military thing. People just joking on each other for it has completely skyrocketed yeah um uh uh what about um uh uh how about uh dick jokes dick jokes in google trends uh past oh the past day uh past uh 12 months I no dick jokes have taken a fucking serious fall they've been replaced wow look wesley's back look at how uh um, when you say that's a bot, that's like really not a person. I don't think yeah, No, that's definitely not a person. But they just keep coming back, so I have no idea. I don't. I put them in timeout. It was like a five minute timeout. I didn't think they would come back. I could just block them all together, though. Dick jokes are only funny in this bubble. I think. <laughs> you need a bigger bubble, Mason. I want to see if it's uh what the what I want to see I can't see outside right now. Oh, so we don't even have a guest tomorrow. We had the lady uh who directed the George Floyd movie or produced the George Floyd movie. I wonder what happened to her. She must have rescheduled. And then we have a uh, CrossFit the owner of CrossFit Overload on Saturday morning, John Lavelle. He used to be on the affiliate team. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Who are we getting tomorrow? There was someone we might get tomorrow. Oh, uh, Dylan. Oh, shit. Ariel Lowen's husband. Yeah. Loose cannon, people. He could say anything. <laughs> he really is. Dylan, Dylan uh, Lowen's coming on. Listen, 
That that could be the best athlete interview show of all time. He might say some crazy shit. Like we might find out she beats him or something. <laughs> <clears throat> she probably runs that household. She's like really dominant. She always has to be on top. Yeah, something crazy is going to happen. Some crazy story. And he's in love with her. How Can I do anything to this guy? Oh, uh, put user in timeout. Okay, I did that. Sorry, Wesley. I just wanted to see my powers. Can you tell I put him in timeout? Uh, yeah. It, it did it pop up as saying this user's been put on timeout, and you're oh, that's cool. He's gone. I mean, they kind of have like a real page, but who? This guy, Wesley Curry, too. Oh, you Googled him? No, I just pulled up the his profile that he's been commenting from. Oh. Oh. A lot of preaching. Oh, that's cool. All right. Sorry. Shit. I feel bad taking him out then. Sorry, Wesley. Can he hear me? He'll come back in like five, ten minutes. Oh, you guys are going to love this guy. It's all sorts of Jesus talk. S screwing him over. We didn't screw him over. Just practicing banning people. He's helping us. Just I've never put anyone on timeout, or I can't remember. How <laughs> about you just stop censoring people? Listen, he was. it was like he was yelling in the room. He just needed to be muted for a second. Invite the dude back. Don't tell me what to do, motherfucker. <laughs> uh... Yeah, Wesley, call in. Yeah, sorry. I'll, uh, if you get a, 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 a an apology if you call in. Oh, did he call? It says someone called and I missed the call. Maybe. Oh, no, that was yesterday. No. Oh. All right, I think the show's over. Oh, what's today? Thursday? Shut up and scribbles on? Yeah, I think so. I think How about Pedro's game show? Is that on? That was yesterday, actually. It was pretty good. Lucy Campbell, Chase, and Hiller. Was that like some was that a final or something? I think it was a semifinal. Okay. So whoever won that gets to go to the final. Hey, and did Hiller like win at the last minute? Like what happened there? Yeah, he did. He's kind of uh, I think he won by half a point or something. But yeah, he ended up winning. Uh, Sevon, you were there. No, not really. I wasn't. I just like logged in. I, I tried to call Hiller while he was on the show and he said I'm live on the show. So then I logged in and just gave a comment like just so like Pedro would feel like I liked him. <laughs> oh, you think Pedro was terrified not to pick Hiller? He was intimidated? Wow. I don't know about that. Hiller was on one though for sure. He had taken like 20 scoops of pre-workout and drank a C4. I saw that. I saw the, I saw the, um, Hey, will you Google a woman pouring milk on her? Okay. Like you want that, you want that in Google trends or <laughs> I know I want images. 
Here, oh, I got, uh, I got it for you. Woman pouring like milk. this. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, what is the point of that? What is what is the sole and only point of a woman pouring something into her mouth or on her body? What what is what is the the only? Someone please write it in the chat. What is the like what like? There's only one thing going on there. That's it. One thing. And if you're a woman, I maybe you didn't understand it, but every man knows what it is: skincare. Skincare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bukaki uh, simulates male ejaculate. Yeah, that's all it is. Anytime you see anyone pour something on themselves like that, like in that sense, in that like sexy sense, that's what that is. It's the maybe you didn't mean it that way, but but um, it's just like um, uh, when I go like this. 99% of the time, it signifies to you that I'm pointing at something. That's what that is. If I go like that, you know, like when uh, Nate Diaz was fighting Leon Edwards and he punched him in the fifth round and he stunned him and he starts pointing at him. Everyone knew he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like everyone knows that. Now, you could be like, hey, you're just making that up. OK, I'm just making that up. But but there is a a got to hate using this word, a consensus. So if you're a woman and you're pouring something on you into your mouth, you're signaling every man out there to think about ejaculating in your mouth. Am I am I even off a little bit there? Anyone can any, I'm totally open to be like, "Hey, Sevon, you're totally wrong." I'll be like, "Okay." Oh wait! Can, can anyone? Can anyone? Should we do a poll? Does mm. pouring white stuff into a woman's mouth, whether it be milk or whether whatever it be, I, I saw you're one hundred percent not off, even a little bit. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and 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 let me tell you, Dan's my harshest critic. So like, that's true. I I don't think it's even subconscious. It's not even subconscious. It's a, um, it's a, uh, it's a uh, reenactment. It's a reenactment of, so, so yeah, sex appeal. So th that's a woman's way of saying it's sex appeal, but um, th because they've, they've turned it down from a 10 to like a two. Okay. Yeah. Subliminal suggestive, not subliminal, not, let's look up subliminal, not subliminal. Well, it's not like when they flashed across the screen. Subliminal, uh, um, uh, below the threshold sensation or consciousness perceived by or affecting someone's mind without their being aware of it. Okay, maybe, maybe for women, not for guy. Overtly suggestive, but yeah, I'm I'm more on that. I'm more on overtly suggestive. Can you please give context? There's this there's this um uh, video that's uh um uh yeah. Who cares? I I agree. I, I I agree with that too. Ooh, I almost accidentally uh put David Weed on timeout. I clicked the three hamburger, the three dots. You've you've never been more correct in your life. Yeah. Who cares? And I've never been more correct. Yeah, I agree with all that. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I agree. So when you see Lauren Khalil pouring powder into her mouth, that's a simu she's simulating, she's triggering all the dudes out there of thinking about ejaculating in her mouth. That's what she's doing. I don't understand why someone just doesn't say it. So no matter what Hiller 
does or doesn't do or what anyone says it, they can't beat what she's already done. Like she can't be offended by any of it. Dusty come. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Lauren Khalil? Uh, this, this person. Water is wet. Yeah. No, no. What? I'm wrong. Tell me. No, I'm wrong. Oh, so, so Dan said I was a hundred percent right. But now I'm wrong because it's white powder. Okay, so you tell me. Then tell me what is that signaling? If you're if uh, someone's opening their mouth and pouring something into it like that, and you're a woman, you tell me. I'm I'm curious. What is the what is the suggestive nature of it? Yeah, I agree. Like I totally agree. It's like an SNL skit, like the cork soaker skit that um uh, uh what uh, Mrs. Jackson did. You guys remember that cork soakers? The cork soakers, right? But but we all knew what it was as cocksuckers. That's subliminal. Uh, Zach Jones, he knows. Sevon, you always say the silent part. Yeah. Yeah, she was a great. Uh, Lauren was a guest on the show. She was great. She's awesome. Courtship. Oh, so you don't think, okay, so when she's pouring the white powder in her mouth, that wasn't simulation of that. It was. Just retarded shit. Just being retarded. Like a like a, oh, I think it was, a, think it was a, like like someone trying to eat a hot dog and they shove it in their eye. Like you think it was just a, a just being retarded. It was a really poor attempt at like pouring speech. powder. That's different for sure. I hope you're joking. Is that facetious? I uh, I think he's being serious. You can't be serious. But, yeah. uh, Sean Lenderman, I can't have her back on now. Uh, we'll just sit here daydreaming about jizzing all over. Well, now that you've said it, yes. Oh, shit. She's had an OnlyFans for a while now. I've been subbed for a few months. No shit, does she really? I'm so confused. Do you guys agree with me or not? Do you think that it's a you think it's a leap from the from the milk to the to the powder? I don't think I think all of that shit. Whenever you see women doing that, that's the uh, what what did, what did Audrey call it? The seductive part. Uh, if she poured a protein shake down her shirt, that would be waved. How about how, how about this? There's a picture of Danny Spiegel shaking a a drink shaker right and there's something white in it and she's shaking it down by her crotch and it's shooting out what do you think that's what do you think that's inferring what do you think that's signaling to half the population a bust yeah i don't know about the powder thing but i could see it with it liquid for sure what then what do you think that powder thing is that she's doing i don't i don't i didn't see it when i saw the powder when i saw powder i was just like god you suck at that that's what i saw uh, so when you I think she it, was actually really trying to get it in her mouth or she was just partying with it like confetti? You thought it was just confetti? That's what I stuff? thought, it, yeah. It was oh. just like a really poor advertising. Dear women, when you open your mouth and you pour something into it... <laughs> I don't know how to even finish that sentence. If I wasn't such a nice, wholesome man, I would finish that sentence. Uh... Uh, the same thing. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you. And poor Khalil is awesome. She just needs someone around her saying, don't do, don't go down that route. Yeah. Or if she does, just be cool with it. I'm not saying she shouldn't go down that route, by the way. And thank you. By the way, there's one fucking honest person in the chat. Oh, cocaine. All right. I see that, too. Uh, Audrey, just one of you douche nozzles. 
Um, uh, but, um, yeah, that, I don't think that matters. Intent and perception are not always aligned. I hear you. I hear you. My point is this. I don't care that she did it. I, I thought it was fine. But, like, you really, like, if you're putting yourself out there like that, you got to be ready for, for it all at that point. I'm not like, hey, I'm going to work out in my long johns and, I, and, and someone's going to make fun of me and, I, and it's going to hurt my feelings. It's like, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. I look like a fucking just a tr tranny. I know. It's like I'm not a tranny. I mean, or I'm in denial. I'm a tranny, but I know. It's like every time I wear this sweater, I know somebody's going to shit on me for it. Yeah, but it's so like I just wear it all the time now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, fuck you. Yeah, you're not going to come on tomorrow wearing it, and someone's going to be make a joke, and you're going to have your feelings hurt. Oh my god, somebody didn't like my sweater. Yeah, own that shit. Thank you. Yeah, just own it. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: You're telling what if she would have done this? What if Lauren would have put the what if she would have put the powder in a shaker, shook it up? And then poured it on her. Then I would have perceived it that way. <laughs> Change the viscosity. Yeah, it's all about viscosity. I just. So many of you need to be schooled. You can buy Lauren's used workout clothes on her IG. Oh, that's cool, too. <laughs> Maybe I should do more workout videos. I can't believe how many views that video I did got. Yeah, you should. I didn't even, I didn't even, like, I didn't, I put, the, I mic'd myself up. I didn't even really know what I was doing. I, I should have talked about, talked more. Holy shit, there's 45 comments on that? What? Yes, yeah, someone wrote a video set on working out gets 4,000 views. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. It's like a unicorn. They just can't believe that you actually work out. Man. That's 45 comments without any replies. Hey. <laughs> hey, it went from... It went from I was doing the dips to like, man, my chest is already like feeling sore to like in the fifth round. All of a sudden, I guess I just I guess I, I wasn't paying attention to my triceps. I was just like squeezing in the front to all of a sudden in the fifth round. I was like, oh, shit, my triceps have just turned off. I didn't even like I mean, obviously, if you're you doing dips, you're using tricep, but they just all of a sudden were just toast. Oh, no, great. I didn't. I couldn't even. Did you beat Craig Ritchie's time? I couldn't even do the workout, dude. That was the, that's the thing. And the people in the in the comments are nice about it. Like they get I scaled. But the people in the uh, live chat were just douchebags. <laughs> no, after the, I think I think maybe I kipped a few in the first five rounds, one or two pull-ups, and then in the sixth round, I, I just started getting stopped. Not in the pull-ups so much, but in the um, in the dips. Like I only do like f four, three, or five, or like you know. And in the tenth round, my uh, and you're not even supposed to do it in rounds. I kind I, I kind of changed the workout a little bit. But I honestly did think I was going to beat uh, Craig Ritchie. And, and I thought there was a chance I could beat Hiller. But it wasn't even close. If I would have tried to do the whole workout, I'd probably still be in there still doing it. So out of touch with I'm so overly confident. It's crazy. I think I'm so much more capable than I really am. But whatever.
Are you, is your head close to that garage door? Yeah, kind uh not as close as it looks, but it's close, but not as close as it looks. Dang. Yeah, that would be toast. Philip Kelly, yeah, that would be fucked up. Try not making an imam. Then I'd be dead. I'd make it like two rounds. That's the thing. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it on the minute every minute and it'll be easy. And I could at least say I beat Craig. I couldn't even come close to beating him. There was a point where I was going to get stopped or I was going to get injured maybe even. Hey, I tried to do two dips just cold, like not even working out. And I thought my shoulder was going to explode. So I rode the assault bike for 10 minutes. I got a quick 100 calories on it. If I do any sort of like pressing push-ups, dips, and I just cold start it, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm going to pop something. You, that's probably because you're so big, though. He, tons of range of motion, right? Yeah, there's a long way to go for me. But once I warmed up, it was cool. Once you're warmed up, are you good? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as I'm warmed up, like I can whip them out pretty easy. Uh, where? Why do you wear uh, long layers to work out? So I um, just to stay warm. I just the the warmer I stay, I just um, just try to stay warm. I'm just always trying to stay like is sweaty is fucking super sweaty as i can all right uh looks like the behind the scenes is moving along let's pull up a calendar you you want to do some more work right now just real quick sure um what's what's the first day of the open oh let's find out So this is what I'm proposing to CrossFit. Um, Caleb, can we see your nipples? That's I've never seen anyone post anything like that. What? <laughs> what? Oh my reading. god! And just read. I'm just reading it. Just, uh, just read. Oh, February 26th, no. Cave Dastro. Okay, thank you. No, no, no. It can't be February 26th. That's a um, February Monday. 29th. Okay, 29th. So he got his sixes and his nines backwards. Not bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if we do, um, uh, I need pens on paper. If we do a show on the, I want to show the final episode on the 28th. So that would be the 28th. And then, um, and, and then what should we do? Let's say we do Mondays and um, Wednesdays, release a show every Monday and Wednesday. So the the 28th, the 26th, the 21st, the 19th, uh, the 14th, and the 12th, the 7th, and the 5th, uh, 7th, and the 5th, and then the uh, 30th, oh shit, is that, oh, January, and then the 31st, I'll tell you guys what I'm doing here in a second. 31st and the 29th. So how many episodes is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And then the uh, 24th and the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And the 17th and the 15th. Okay, how many shows is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So that's 14. So that means the first show would air on January 15th for free. What I want to do in a perfect world. Oh, shit. 
Is it December 15th yet? Wow, we're way behind. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to release them all for $20 before and, and give me a chance to uh, make some recoup some of the, the cost and pay people and then save money to do Wadapalooza and the games and all that shit. So I wanted to release it behind a paywall for a month and then start releasing them. You could do it for four weeks. Well, yeah, that's a month. Yeah, but I would have had to have started on to to <clears throat> have them all ready by Christmas Day. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Release them all on Christmas Day, and then don't start releasing them, and then till January fifteenth for for free. Yeah, uh, fifty dollars. Surprise all your fans. Sign up for the open. I, I, I probably am going to sign up for the open. I don't know. I probably am going to sign up for the open. I don't know where I would do the workouts. I'm not. Go, I'm not going anywhere to get them like certified. <laughs> do Matsuza gym. At who? No Matsuza's. fuck. Dude, two out. Two three hours there and back. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, how, uh, fourteen or fifteen episodes. The first episode's so long. It's an hour and seven minutes. And like I'm, uh, we've been debating whether we should cut it in half or not. I could put up a. You always want me to put up episode one? Just send you guys all a link right now. Just everyone who's watching, dude. Honestly, it's probably cost the the behind the scenes probably going to cost sixty thousand dollars. I bet at least, and that's with like no one even making any like real money off it. That's like people slaving. Those thousand dollar a night uh, steak dinners we do aren't cheap. I thought you could still do home videos. Oh, can you do that? I could sign up for the open. Okay. Hey, I I do want to do this. What do you guys think about this? I do want to make it so that the top, I don't know, five or ten affiliates that have the most people sign up, I'll do a podcast with for next year for my affiliate series. Part of me is like, well, that's kind of douchey. I'm acting like it's a big deal to be on this show, but I do think it's a big deal to be on this show. And then the number one, the affiliate that has the most open signups, I was thinking, hey, I'll invite them on the show once a month, even if it's like just for 10 or 15 minutes, just to shoot the shit. Hey, what's up? You guys like that? I want to do my part to help people uh, to contribute to people signing up for the open. I have uh, anyone who wants a copy of every second counts, I'll mail it to you. I shouldn't say that. I still haven't mailed out the free Slack boxes. They're still sitting on my dining room table. I just got a message about one the other day. About Slack box? If somebody somebody wanted to get one from you. Oh, send me their address. Okay. Uh, Whitney Davis. I need to send Whitney one too. I have her address. Lauren was trying to be sexy and it just didn't work. So then one got called out. She and everyone else got offended. Like, just be cool and lean into it when you do dumb shit. Yeah. Yes, sexy. That's a that's a, you. You mean by simulating having semen sprayed on you? I, I which I understand all. Like I, I, I understand the, the probably the largest consumer of podium is men, and like I get it. And maybe some people still did think it was sexy. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was dumb. Like anyone even thought it was. I just think it's pretty wild to do that. Like I'm not. I'll do some crazy shit. I ain't making a video of shit being poured into my mouth. 
but thank you. I'm glad to see there's people uh, being honest. Thank you, Whitney. I was supposed to send you one. No, someone. I have three addresses. Okay, you know what? My wife said she'd mail them out. I have the addresses in my notes here, and I'm going to um. It's a blade. It's Whitney, and it's someone else. Um. Oh, Slackbox. Okay, here it is. These are the three people. It's Joe Neal's. I have Joe Neal's address, Blade's address, and uh, Whitney Davis's address. And I'm going to copy this right now, and I'm going to send it to my wife. For the I'm Slackbox. getting another one for you as well. I'll okay, forward okay. it to you. Okay. There was a guy. Is it a guy in Germany? There was a guy in Germany I was supposed to send one to. Um... Okay, I just sent it to my wife. She's been telling me she'll mail him forever. Look at we're get. I'm doing like work. You guys, you guys are watching my YouTube station when I do work. Scheduled behind the scenes. I don't think you're on the list, Mr. Kelly. Let me see. Let me double check. A uh, Joe Blade Whitney. Nope. I never. I never. Uh, in the old days, I used to turn her down all the time. Now, never. Never, ever, ever. She was unsatiable. I probably shouldn't go into that. It's kind of private. Unsatiable. Fucking nuts. Oh, a little heart from Mr. Kelly. Oh, my gardener just chimed in. He's, oh, I'll pick one up next time you're mowing my lawn, uh, Stephen. Stephen Flores. Get it? Racist humor. Get it? Good one. Except he doesn't have many boners left. He can't let any go to waste. <laughs> what's the list of people that have done your mom? Where did you go? What do you mean, what's the list? Where have you been? Can I call in? Sure. Yeah, call in. Yeah, call in. Go ahead. Last thing, and then I got to go. I'm going to play tennis. Tennis. I can't believe I play tennis. It's Gay. Oh, that's so funny. My phone caught my phone rang, but it's the wrong phone. Hmm. If anybody has any plumbing advice, I'd appreciate some information on uh how to set up a the water for a washing machine that'd be cool also if you guys have any roofing knowledge take some roofing advice that's pretty much it also if anybody knows how do I tell if it's a load-bearing wall or not? That'd be cool. Because I'm going to tear out a wall. Not a very big wall. More like a doorway. But the wall next to it is load-bearing probably. What else? Let's see. No, I'm not going to hire a plumber. Are you high? Fucking crazy. Header in the openings? Okay. 
get a pro to make sure about the hell no i'm not hiring anybody to do this you know how much money that costs i'm gonna do it all myself Kaylin getting shot again uh why does cave daster want to do membership so bad am I, does he know something uh, i don't know i don't know i think people want to use the emojis if we throw them up there they probably like it okay fine uh how much should we charge cave 75 dollars that's crazy. A hundred, a hundred dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. A hundred dollars. There should be an emoji with me pouring milk on myself into my mouth from a two-story building. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Who wants to do that? Make a video of me standing underneath a two-story building and you pour a gallon of milk into my mouth. What is that show? Is that movie Dirty Dancers? Where they like she goes and like pulls the the chain and it yeah dumps water on her. Can we do that with you, but with milk instead? Yes. All right. Cool. I'm not lactose intolerant. And one of my friends invited me over to their house for Christmas. Why? For dinner. That's weird. You know where I'm going for Christmas? Where? Disney World. Are you really? Yeah. Down to Florida. Yep. What, just you and your wife? No. Who? Both sides. Oh, is someone, are they paying? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> God, I love that shit. <laughs> hey, well, you, you need a flask, dude. Yeah, we're going to Epcot. We're going dude, to Epcot. you need a flask. Oh, that's awesome, dude. God. Yeah, I'm excited. How fun. I love it when p fucking family members take you to just fucking places like that and you don't have to pay. Then you're just totally chill. Yeah. If you paid, sure. you'd be like, what the fuck am I doing with my money? Yeah. No, I'm still. When they're paying, you're just like, yeah, you just can like help people move their luggage and be all smiley and shit. And yeah. I'll carry your, your uh, baby seat. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. I'm late to tennis. Uh, memberships, uh, member. So, how much for the memberships? Did we decide what? what uh, they must be riches. What's the membership? How much? What do I charge? Someone tell Susa ten dollars. Is that what I charge? And and what does that get people? They can like do something. Use like emojis and shit that we post on there. I guess. Do I have to uh, read their shit then? I think it highlights their comments. Are people going to get upset if they have a monthly subscription, but I don't read their shit? Probably. They get upset already. $69.99. $69.69. Yeah. Nice. Okay. That's good. God, you'd suffocate under Sleeky in the 69. You could, you could not be, you could not, you'd have to be on top. That's real. I think that's real. It's kind of is real. That's, that's not hers, but she has one like it. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, see you guys. Oh, Shut Up and Scribble is today at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I believe. Show is just murdering. They just got their second sponsor. People love that shit. The numbers are off the hook. Uh, congrats to... Um, what are their names? Mr. Howell and uh, Mr. Self. Oh, here we go. Uh, I pay for Hill. Hiller has a membership too. He doesn't even go live. 
I pay for Hillers and Pedros. I don't expect them to read anything. I just like supporting. All right. Ah, hmm. oh, Brandon Waddell. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Oh, a long time. Uh, we don't have a guest tomorrow. We were supposed to have Dylan, Ariel Lowen's husband. Um, so. Are you around tomorrow? Mm, probably not. I got a pack. Oh. And we're flying out mid-morning. I don't know if I just want to be on here by myself tomorrow. Uh, if you want to be on the show, send me a DM. Just kidding. Do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. Do not send me DMs. Did you see what happened? Someone tried to, um, someone left a comment on my Instagram account or something. Or no, someone tried to tag me in something and they got a notice like, hey, this guy's not cool. He just created his account. You can't DM him. Brandon, I, I have a treatment tomorrow. I can be the guest while I sit there uh, getting poked and prodded. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. What time is your, what time is that? Uh, text me, would you? That might be good for some tears. Cool. Oh, Whitney Davis is in there too. Uh, Jake Chapman, uh, what do you call a man with no limbs in a pile of leaves? Russell. Bye-bye. <laughs>